Femininity is powerful in all its forms. Exceptional women, rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring. And this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz and my guest today is Sofia Kovtun. Sonia won a $108,000 scholarship to study in one of the best schools in Canada, Pickering College. She took first place in Pickering College Global Leadership Program with a project for the environment in 2021 and she took first place in Pickering College Global Leadership Program with a project about epilepsy. In 2017, Sonia was ranked in the top 100 most talented kids of Ukraine, and she consistently ranked high in the Championship of Ukraine in Youth Entrepreneurship as well as the Championship of the World in Youth entrepreneurship. Sonia loves fly dancing, frisbee, cooking, stocks, cryptocurrency, and fashion. Sonia, how are you today? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm feeling lucky, full of gratitude, and honored to have you here today. And to begin this conversation, When it comes to your life or your studies or anything that is important to you, what seems to be an insight that you're having these days or something that you're thinking about a lot because it's something you want to add to your life or a thought that demands your attention? I'm always open for something new and like I'm easily getting bored if like nothing changed in my life. So I love taking risks and of course, like probably any other teenager, I'm thinking about my future and I'm trying to find new ways, try something new, learn something new, get as much knowledge as possible to like succeed in the future. And um, of course, a lot of thoughts kicks in every day and uh, not every day is going successful, but it is how it is. I love this topic, so let's explore it. And I have at least three questions, but let's begin with one because, okay, taking risks, usually for people who can achieve a lot of things, you need to do routine tasks and uh, repeat the same thing again and again and again, 1% a day to reach to that Kaizen and constant improvement to get to your results. So how do you keep yourself entertained or at least not bored when you have to do things that are the same almost every day in order to build that momentum? I'm just trying to keep in mind the phrase that if you're not taking the risk, your life will stay the same and it kind of became boring. Even it's easy to say because sometimes the risk can have a consequences. It always have consequences, right? And it can be positive and can be negative. And of course, negative, um, like negative consequences bring you in a horrible mood. It's important to not stay in that mood like forever. It's just like give yourself a time, um, like 10 minutes, one day, one week 
to think about that, analyze it, you know, being sad, being kind of like lazy, maybe procrastinate and stuff, but kind of give yourself a time to make the plan for the next steps you want to do and to kind of learn from your mistakes, from the risks that you took, what went wrong, why, and how can you change it, right? And, you know, I'm always thinking when like something going wrong in my life, I'm thinking when I'm going to be successful in the future, I'm going to talk about all of the failures in my interviews, you know, (laughs) so people will be like, oh, so it's all right to do mistakes and it's all right, like, mm, when like something went wrong. And of course, when the you took a risk and it went positive and it brought you positive consequences, it is just like make your life more interesting and you see improvements and you see something changing and it's just bring you happiness and bring you something new and you kind of becoming more mature, I would say. I love this topic because in my experience, people who have failed a lot have a lot of wisdom and become interesting much more than people who were lucky enough to experience almost no failures. So it builds character and uh, a strong personality. To ask you more, since this podcast is about rare girls and girls and femininity, to you, do you feel you're feminine or neutral or more masculine? And what is femininity to you? Because I notice you're speaking about emotions, moods, which is more of the uh, typical femininity perspective that emotions make uh, a woman more feminine. Yes, absolutely. I would agree with you. But I feel every person has emotions and it's important to show them. It's important to live with them and just not, you know, close them inside of you and just leave the moments because that's what the life is about. Um, my definition of femininity, it's, I would say, show how strong you are and just like, but still be able to show how make the things more beautiful and um i feel like feminine energy can make just everything more beautiful and uh, bring some insights and creativity and just in the relax and in the same way in the strong way if you know what i'm talking about i agree 100 percent, and i like that very much you take risks. A lot of people stay within their comfort zones. They're afraid, very afraid of taking any risks. So yes, you said you have some mantras and thinking about the future that you will speak in your own interviews about the failures. But what motivates you to face the risk of embarrassment, the risk of failure, or even rejection? How do you give yourself that push? thing when you have a strong goal behind you in front of you I would say it's it's something that motivates you and it's important to stay consistent even if you failed even like um again if you fail just learn from your mistakes if people start to talk bad or like you cannot make it or you know it's gonna bring you bad consequences it's important to hear your body, listen to your body. And if you have that feeling that yes, you're going to succeed and you have this huge goal, just go there no matter what and stay consistent. And for sure, I can guarantee you for 100%, you will get there. How do you clarify your goals? 
What I mean is especially teenagers your age, they will not have a clear goal but more of a vague notion of better or success or anything like that. And if you ask them what does that mean, they don't have real clarity on it. You spoke on your big goal. So did you daydream a lot and therefore that's how you know exactly and specifically what you want, including the future interviews you want to give or what's your goal setting method as well as did you systematically clarify it or was it something that happened naturally okay so my personal method is take a piece of paper and take your pen or pencil marker or whatever whatever you have near you and to write your goal or your dream in the most detail is possible to write. Write the date, write the year, write what you're gonna wear when you're gonna achieve that goal. Write who gonna be around you, what gonna be around you, what country, what city are you in. Just try to digitalize it as much as possible and just to feel that moment. Don't think how you're gonna get to that goal. Don't think how many failures it can bring you or how many people you can lose. Just leave that moment like with all of your body. Just lie, relax. Imagine like every detail around you, how you achieved that goal. And um, the life will take you there. And it's important just to have a goal because I feel like goals are making us a better version of ourselves. Thank you. And do you feel similar to most people your age or people you meet do you find points of connection with them? Or if not, since you had to move to another country and a lot of people who move around, they find it difficult to build many friendships. What's your method to find connections with people and to build bridges and connections and friendships in a new city, new location and everything? Oh, for me, it's kind of easy because um, since I was a little kid, I was, I've was i always been really social. Um, when I was eight, I was performing in the theater. And then when I was nine, I was going, I started to sing and I was going to the singing competitions. Was I a good singer? I don't think so. But, you know, it didn't disturb me from like going to the stage and like see all of the audience and just like, you know, take that moment and just like being in the spotlight, I would say. So um, I really wanted to come to Canada. I really wanted to come to Pickering College and study here. So I was working toward this goal. And I used that method that I told you already about. Um, like I digitalized it as much as possible. And here I am right now. So happy to be here. Um, when I came here, it was, of course, I was stressed. Of course, it was complicated because... You know, saying goodbye to my family, to my friends in Ukraine and coming to a completely new environment and um, just like, you know, being in English environment when you, you when English is not your first language and you like you are scared what people are going to think of you, of your acts and how people will take you. What about the education, right? Like how I'm going to cope with all of the like classes in English and like everything completely new. But I was just trying to be open and like to every opportunity to every possibility and just talk to everybody and um this is how it went and people when you're just not afraid of like do a mistake like 
I would say even right now, my English absolutely not perfect. And I probably already made like a thousand, a hundred grammar mistakes. But I'm just talking, talking, talking. And this is how I'm like practicing English. And with the friends, it's just, again, talking, asking people, um, how how are they and then of course not with everybody you will be able to do a connection not with everybody you will be able to become friends and it's okay because you cannot simply like every person and not every person can like you but i believe that your people will always find you and you will always find your people just spread the nice energy try to be open to people try to catch every opportunity and um Make as many connections as possible because we all know that con- like the more connections you have, the better it is for you. It's like, for example, right now I have a lot of friends from Mexico and from Germany. And like this summer, if everything will be good with COVID, I'm planning to go to Germany and to Mexico to visit them. And oh my gosh. Yeah, I hope I covered every question. <laughs> you did. And we have time to ask more. Like I will ask you this. You spoke about the energy and you spoke about risk-taking, do you feel it's important for you to experience frequently the full range of emotions from crying to being afraid to being happy and excited and hopeful? Or do you need and feel it's better to only feel and experience positive emotions? We all know that life is a huge roller coaster, and if you only experience happy emotions and keeping all of the bad emotions and angriness and sadness inside, in one moment, you know, there's like psychology thing called spoon effect when you're like just basically doing like a basic thing and just something getting dropped and it's nothing huge happened but just because you had so many emotions inside of you that you just like kind of like closed it's all getting out and you just have like emotional breakdown do not have that and do not like you know completely falling apart um i would say it's important to leave emotions at the moment if you're happy it's awesome but um I feel like teenagers should get more educated on how to cope with like sadness or angriness. Um, my personal recommendation is to give yourself a time. You know, do not like close it inside, but also do not like put it on other people. I know it might be hard, and usually we put it on our family and our closest friends, and likely they understand. Just go to your room and put a timer something happened I don't know maybe you're going through the breakup right and it's not that easy for you to stop thinking about it in 15 minutes give yourself a week but just put a limit it's so important to put a limit because then if you're not going to put a limit you're just gonna leave it for the whole of your life and the whole of your life you're gonna think about this breakup that happened yeah so when you're putting a limit you're giving yourself like a week or a month to like cope with that completely leave all of your emotions out think of that every minute every second how much you want and then you forgot about it. You live through that experience. You let your emotions out. Your new life started. Your new era started, right? And it's also important to give yourself what you like. For example, me, when I'm upset or I'm like crying, I love eating milk chocolate and tea. It's like, I'm just, I just, I can just do nothing. Just eat milk chocolate, drink tea. And it's like a perfect time for me. And my mood extremely becoming like, so much better um and 
that's what I like. If like some people like go to the gym, do sports, you know, it's awesome. Do that. If you like just sleeping, just give yourself time in your bed and just sleep. If you like watching Netflix, watch Netflix. And it's just about give yourself what you like because you deserve it. Thank you. Do you believe you're a smart person or a very hardworking, productive girl? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I would definitely say that I'm educated, but I feel like smart is a really big definition. And um, it's, again, comparing, like, compared to who, you know? We can compare me to, uh, I don't know, maybe, like, Elon Musk. And, of course, I'm absolutely not smart compared to him. And we can also compare me, I don't know, to the five-year-old. And, of course, I'm, like, more experienced and, like, kind of, like, smarter than the five-year-old. So... I don't know how to answer that question, but um, yes, I love working hard to like achieve my goals as soon as possible, but it's also important to not like push yourself too much. So I'm trying to like work, but also give myself a rest days. So then I'm not going to have that like breakdown and like procrastinating in the end, because if you put your too much on yourself, I learned it by my experience. Um, at one moment, it's just all starting to fall apart because you are basically just too tired. So just important to give yourself time to relax between your like hardworking era. And I'm sure it's spending time with people as a very social girl and sociable. And therefore, how do you know if someone is your person? What about some people that makes you feel this is my person, is it their values and things they say? Did you ever experience instant chemistry with a boy or uh, some friends or anything like that? Or do you always need time to build trust and to feel that connection and it's never an instantaneous thing? Well, I feel like there's nothing like chemistry or whatever, but sometimes you have the same interest, you have the same kind of goals for life. That's what brings you together. It's helping you to have like the same topics you can talk about for hours. And um, the person kind of just make you feel comfortable, feel respected for me. It's so important. You know, again, of course, as any other person, sometimes I can be like, I don't know, for example, I I failed my test, right? And my friend is coming to me and I'm like so rude to her. And um, she just knows that, like, if I like, I'm upset and I'm just rude to her, not because of her, but because of my test. So she will just understand to just give me a time, and then she, you know, she will not get mad at me back. And that's what I really appreciate. And I'm trying to be the same friend, you know. If I see that, like, it's nothing wrong with me. It's something just person like going through. If I'm not able to help them, I'm just gonna give them a time. And. Uh, I feel it's important to set, to have like the same values and um, also to support each other as much as possible, to show love. And um, also, it's okay if you had a person that you felt like a soulmate with, you know, and you had so much interest together and you felt so comfortable. There are sometimes moments that are happening in life when it's just go separate ways and it's sometimes so hard to say goodbye to that person but you understand that you cannot just like go further because you just like you simply 
do not work anymore and it's okay it's also fine i believe that if you let toxic people or people who do not bring you happiness or make you feel left out or you know make you feel like you are nothing or do not support you or just do not match your energy just let them go and that you kind of like clearing your space around you that can bring new people to your life that will bring you happiness bring you support you know bring you your energy and will make you happy that's really really interesting and it makes me think about your love for fashion as well as you understand your values and the kind of people you like and your energy so if you were to describe the identity you like to express within your fashion what is it and how do you express your energy who you are through your clothes or accessories is it different every day or is there a core identity that you try to express do you follow the latest trends or do you try to go for some character that represents the type of person who you are tell me more and do you really know your values deeply so you try to express them or are you going through the phase of now discovering more and more about yourself and it's still that confusing teenage period um if we're talking about fashion um of course as like girly girly girl i'm following vogue and um i'm reading fashion news sellers and um you know i'm following fashion influencers i'm getting inspired um i definitely do express myself through the clothes through my style um i feel like it's just it's just me like the clothes is a part of me and um i was also like interested in psychology so i know like how the colors can influence how the people can see you and how the colors can help you to express yourself and um it's kind of just makes me happy when like I can wake up in the morning and I can choose what I'm gonna wear today how do I feel like yes accessories oh I want to go like this right now or no I want to wear this right now oh is it gonna look good with this one and then of course when like you're getting compliments after it just makes your day it makes you so happy and it makes you feel better I feel like like for me of course it's important how I look first like for myself not for like how other people see me so i can feel comfortable i can feel confident and like clothes is something that we start our day with and it's just kind of follows our energy further in the day and um what about my values i absolutely do love go inside myself and uh, to like really see what i want and to not let myself go down to kind of not letting shitty people come into my life you know like i like the most like if you know this phrase that the people around you can show who you really are and people around you can um kind of show you your future so if you got kind of in a bad company who is like bringing you down and uh, you know have only bad habits you're probably going to become the same even even if you're like the nicest person in the world and uh, the same is if you are in the 
around people who inspire you, who can bring something new in your life. It's always awesome because you can learn from them and you can grow and you can kind of like be open-minded. And that's what I really value, like good people in my life. It's all, I also know the phrase, um, if you are the smartest in the room, you're probably in the wrong room. And I feel it's really awkward because, you know, it's always important to have people who you can share your knowledge with and they can share something with you. And then both of you can grow together. Great. And you mentioned that you're a girly girl. What does that mean? And do you feel that nowadays girly girls are rare? You don't see them around you, for example, in North America often? Or is this just a wrong myth and a lot of girly girls are around as well as what's your definition of that? My definition by that is that like, I love makeup. I love flowers. I would just buy flowers for them to send in my room. I, I love fashion and I love picking my outfits. And I love, for example, if I'm with a boy and he just offers like to, you know, bring my heavy bag, of course, I'm going to let him to do that because, you know, like, why not? Uh, but I also feel, of course, I'm meeting girly girls here. And uh, I feel we just, we should just stop judging and dividing people for like good or bad. If you are positioning yourself as a strong woman and you for example against makeup wow wonderful okay it's your choice if you're like hate men you know right you're against the man and you just because something happened in your life it's okay okay fine it's your opinion it's your life if you are like you know you love wear pink every day and you're doing your makeup well awesome it's your life and it's just important to understand people do not judge them if um they want to express themselves like that it's their opinion and most likely you're not gonna change it and um, it's just important to like you know appreciate um who they are and what is their behavior is and just to kind of show respect thank you you spoke about how respect is very important to you and having deep conversations for hours with people but that you love new emotions, you love taking risks, you love the excitement of life. And you spoke about boys. Well, risk takers usually like the stereotypical bad boys that give them excitement and interesting emotions, but they're not so respectful. Well, maybe if they are with a respectful, nice guy, they get bored because it's not so uh, full of emotions. Is this a myth and a stereotype? What is your perspective on it? Do you like one kind and not the other? Do you try to control who you're attracted to and use your logic? Or how does it go for you? <laughs> um, okay, in my opinion, it's definitely a stereotype. And okay, if we're talking about like bad boys, definitely not my type because they're usually, as you mentioned, yes, they can bring you excitement or... Um, you know, something like new emotions, but also together with that, they're bringing you trouble, stress, toxic, a lot of toxic in their relationship. And um, I feel like from, and do, do not respect you. So that's why like, you know, bad boys are completely not my type. And um, um, I've never been in a relationship. 
but um, I've been a lot in psychology, so of course I kind of can um, understand what is my, not really expectation, I feel like expectation sounds too rude for the boyfriend, but it's just kind of like, I feel what would be a good match for me, you know, it just like, um, of course it's respect, it's, yes, being able to talk about deep topics uh, for hours, and um, I feel like every person, um, loves new emotions and risk-taking and it's not always supposed to be like toxic like with bad boys it can be something still exciting that you can do together um maybe i don't know go to the roller coasters you know it can like it doesn't actually supposed to be like in relationship and emotions it can like you can get it together by something else like adrenaline it's like jumping with the parachute you know um it's also risk-taking and it's also something that can bring new emotions and uh it's just my opinion on it thank you so much and as a ukrainian girl how did you experience the war how was your story what was your situation how were the emotions how did you feel it was awful i remember because um Ukraine and Canada has time difference seven hours. And I remember it was February 24 and I was in my room. It was 11 p.m. I was just about to go to bed. You know, it was like, I was like, okay, I'm giving myself like last five minutes on the Instagram for you page. And I'm just like scrolling and I see that somebody posted a story of the bomb that got like somewhere in the middle of Kiev in the capital. And uh, of course, the rumors I've heard before is it like, Russian president is about to attack Ukraine was stressing me out and uh, I started to cry so bad of course I, like I got so emotional I got so stressed as I was trying to call my parents but they were like probably slipping um so I I'm so lucky that like I'm living in boarding and I have my friend who is living just near me so I knock at her door and I was just crying. And of course, she knew what happened. So she didn't ask me questions. So I was just like drawing in her arms. And she was just like hugging me and just trying to calm me down and just like breathe with me. And it, that's what also like I really appreciate. Um, and I'm incredibly thankful for that. And, um, you know, the like the days went and like the situation became only worse. And I got more stressed. I had to skip school because when I was in the class, I wasn't able to concentrate on anything. I was uh, checking my family 24-7 and uh, I was like, I couldn't stop crying. I was just like crying, 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 crying. I couldn't eat. I couldn't drink. I I didn't want to go on walks. I didn't want to do anything. But um, then, like the things that I already talked about, I kind of realized that if I cannot influence a situation that is going there right now, when I'm especially on another continent like stressing out about that and just you know completely falling down and just do not continue enjoy life will not help ukraine it will it will it will it'll only bring my mental health down and uh, my life down so i gave myself a week as I said, um, I put like a deadline that like, yes, I can cry. I can experience any emotions. After that, I need to find some enjoyment in my life. And I got so lucky with people around me, with my friends who were just like trying to get me on the walk, to go to the movies, to go to the shopping, you know, kind of just to get me distracted. That would also really help. And um, 
just it was like going going and the war is still going and i'm still trying to speak um as a person who is in canada right now i'm trying to inform people here what is the current situation so people here are staying aware of what's going on and of course use my social media as an expression of for people to see because i have a lot of people not only from ukraine but from other countries from different side of the world following me to actually show what's going on so they can have understanding and um just trying to support like financially you know there's like a lot of funds like for the ukrainian army and just you know got that realization that i cannot influence that it's important to take care of myself and just to pray and have a huge hope for my home country i agree 100 sonia this was an enriching conversation you're very interesting and have such maturity and forward thinking and depth and introspection and all i can say in the end is slava ukraini oh that's so cute thank you so much heroin slava mm-hmm.